With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to an All Games Radio Network broadcast of AllGames.com. Hi, this is Normie from Knuckleballer Radio and Zombie Cast, and you're listening to one of my favorite shows on the Geeky Antics Network. Don't forget to check out the rest of the gang over at geekyantics.net. Warning, there might be rants and food ahead and possibly inappropriate behavior. Don't tell anybody, though. Geeks, gamers, furries, and ninja robots, this is Horseplay Live. Today is June 8th, and this is episode 182 of Horseplay, tentatively titled, Yep, Still Don't Care About E3. I think that's the theme for tonight. <clears throat> At least that's how I feel. I know some people are super excited, and I don't want to be a wet towel. But me personally, this is probably the least excited I've been about an E3. And this has been the direction things have been heading in, you know, uh- but... We'll get into it. We'll get into it. I, I know. I know you're eager, watch out. I'm gonna bring you. In. I'm gonna bring you in. But uh, uh I, 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 I got you. <laughs> so I'm your bald bearded lizard host, Yogizilla, and we have a two man crew tonight. Bearded, bearded, not here. What, is, what are my cats doing? They're like being all riled up tonight. But uh, but Warchild's here, so we're just we're just playing switchies apparently. Um, so just a quick housekeeping before we jump into tonight's topic. It's going to be a shorter show, so if you've been following us for a while, it'll probably be an hour long. So we're going to shoot for it. I know I always say it and then we end up going longer, but I got to make it short this today because I got a long weekend ahead, uh, family stuff and uh, deadlines for work and attempting this thing called sleep. It's kind of important, especially when you're driving for a while. For sleep, Being sleep deprived and driving, not a good combo. I just want to put that out there. But uh, this show, as always, is done live, as the name is anyway, Toys Play Live, at uh, twitch.tv forward slash geeky antics. And we do it every Thursday, usually without fail, at 11 p.m. Eastern. We've been doing that for about three, four years now, believe it or not. Uh, so, yeah, without fail, 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m., 4 a.m. GMT. And, you know, for those of y'all in uh, Central and uh, Mountain Time, I mean, what is it? Central is uh, 10 p.m. And Mountain Time is uh, 9 p.m., if my math is right. Yeah, let's go with that. Whatever the sundial says. Yeah, we just go, yeah, that's what we do. Uh, 
we use the sundial, which isn't very helpful at night, I found. Maybe that's why we haven't been on a, on a proper schedule lately. <laughs> like, I know why I haven't. <laughs> it's like, what do we do when it hits 9 p.m. and it's dark out now? Oh. <laughs> I gotta say, I do appreciate now, now that I'm like kind of working the 9 to 5, I do appreciate the later nights because, you know, I go, I go home and I still have daylight to enjoy. You know, so that's nice. You, when, you, when you work from home mainly, you don't get to appreciate that as much. So, little things like that, you know, you come to appreciate when you have a schedule change and whatnot. But for those of you that are new to the show, folks, this is a primarily a comedy show, I would say. Uh, I guess we're in different categories depending what podcast app you use or what network you listen to us on, what, what radio system you listen to us on. Um, and we're definitely NSFW, not safe for work. We're not safe for kids, so uh, if you're if you're younger than 18 years old, uh, we do uh, ask that you get your parents <laughs> your parents sign off on it, you know. <laughs> NSFKW, not safe for kids or work. Yeah, there you go, there you go. Save uh, the children. So proceed at your own risk. Uh, but other than that, you know, we do hope you have fun with us and get to know us. Uh, give give us a little time, you know. We'll grow on you, uh, kind of like herpes, but not as messy. I don't. I'm no, no. Best metaphor ever. I'm throwing you like a play cousin. I, I'm not going. I'm not down with the herpes stuff, man. I'm sorry. Nah, that's, that's okay. Ah, that's all right. Seven year itch can't clear that. Well, you know, what is it? I think I read a stat somewhere that one in four people have herpes, but some, a lot of people just have simplex, which is just cold sore that we get every now and then. You gotta read it like the uh, info part of uh, the infomercials. One. Out of every seven people, have herpes. Yeah, so you know it's not it's not like the end of the world. You know, it's just when you have it, outbreak, people would be like, "Ugh, no." Yeah, your dating it's just your dating options are limited. That's all. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a, there's also the ignorant masses that are like uh, they, they they worry that it's going to be transmitted over the air or something because they don't do their homework. Like, don't don't cough, don't sneeze near me. I don't want to get that. Or like you got the the people that are like you know even though you got it it's okay because if you get a little bit of it it's not so bad. How do you have a little bit of herpes? <laughs> this is a light a light uh light <laughs> scenario. It's like I, yeah, yeah I don't know if that works like that. I got a, I got a light bit of herpes. That's <laughs> it's, just, it's just a freaking freckle. <laughs> I got a freckle that it appears and disappears when it feels like it. I mean I don't see how that works, man. It's, just, it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, some people do get it worse than others. I mean, not, not that we're already in the real talk, I mean. But, I mean, it's still the same. It don't matter if you got a light freckle or you got full-blown, you know, crunch bar syndrome. You just, yeah. you got it. Yeah. You, you got it. Yeah, yeah. People, people don't want to mess with you. It's like, ugh. No, I'm good. But, you know, that that other voice you hear, folks, is War Child Mark Four, who's been a... MIA for the, what, the past three or four weeks. I mean, you popped in a few times, but you had to bounce like, yeah, one time. It's yeah. it's crazy, man. It's like I'm just trying to deal with this house, and you know, I finally got the internet, which is it's awesome. But on the same hand, it's like the house has so much to do with it. It's not even funny. Like I can't yeah. even get into my driveway, right? I can get into my driveway, but I have to drive carefully 
My wife, her car sits a little bit lower to the ground, so every time she goes into the driveway, it scrapes over oh. the, the hump because the stuff is sunken in. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a pain in the ass. That's why I can't do anything smaller than like a crossover SUV, which is what I have now. Because when you have those cars dropped to the ground, like speed bump. I was just talking about this the other day with a friend. I'm like, speedboats are the dumbest thing in the world. I get why they exist, and they're, they're, they're nice. But one, most most communities place them at the dumbest places. And two, a lot of speedboats are just terrible because yeah, they're either going to fuck up your transmission from pa- slowing down and speeding up s- so much, or they're going to fuck up your suspension. Which, you know, it's, it's, it's a small ding over time. But still, like that, that those little thi- those little bumps over time, they they're, they're taking away life from your from all your systems in your, in your car, man. That's true. But I'll be honest with you, I'll take a speed bump over a speed hump. Because one of these days, there's going to be a car that gets stuck on a speed hump. All I can do is just sit there looking at it like, Aye. really, I kind of like the humps better because it's a gradual thing. Well, I mean, yeah, it's gradual, but even still, it's like it just they put those in weird spots too, like the neighborhood that's near me right now. Um, they've got it, but you don't know when to plan for it. It just says speed hump, and you're sitting there, you're driving, there's no hump for a good minute, keep, keep driving, <laughs> all of a sudden, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, what the heck? Yeah, like, they really should have, uh, signs like that should tell you, like, how, how soon, 100 feet, 500 feet, that gives you an idea. When you know? it's coming. Yeah. yeah. It's like when you have you see a sign on the highway that should let you know there's a, there's like an intersection or driveway coming up. That's useful, but a lot of the times, like they're supposed to be, I think legally supposed to be about 500 to a thousand feet before you come up on it, and that change that that varies depending on the speed you're going. So if you're going if it's a 60, 70 mile per hour highway, then you figure it's going to be about a thousand feet before it comes up. But meanwhile, you're just clenching your butthole like, someone might speed out of the driveway and they can hurt me. <laughs> you know, now that, since we're talking about driving, you know, what really makes you clench your butthole is like that random stop sign that is important. Oh. That shows up. Uh, it like just pops up out of nowhere right before um, you hit a highway. Mm-hmm. Well, I almost hit an 18 wheeler come back home from work yep. one day, man. And I'm, I'm telling you, like my rectum turned inside out. So we might as well jump right into it. This is a segment that we we used to call IRL, but we're now calling. I'm gonna hope this. I'm I'm hoping this sticks. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, so this is where we just ran about all the stuff that we were thinking about lately, and all the IRL stuff. You know, there might be some video game stuff in there. You know, but mainly just stuff going on in our life outside of the usual geeky fair. But uh, yeah, so drive games. So drive, I yeah, those. yeah, me too. <laughs> but uh, the driving stuff, man. So like. Stop signs. They should be something to get to to pro, pro, promote safety, right? But mm-hmm. most of the times, they, they they suck. Like, who puts a stop sign behind a brush where you can't see it? What? Well, I, that's exactly where that stop sign was. Or like, if you're gonna put it there, you need to maintain that area because it doesn't make any sense to just oh, we got a stop sign there. You're supposed to be watching out for it. You yeah. Know, yeah, 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 yeah. You can't see it because there's a big bush in the way. It's like, sorry, you should have X-ray vision equipped, buddy. 
And then, you know, the cops... You the cops, and you're going to pay the price. Cops know where those stop signs exist. They know where the, where the work zones are at, even though there's no work... People actually working in those work zones, you know, those construction areas. And they and they set those up as speed traps, or the places that they just camp out to give tickets. And it's, and it's BS because... There's people that are seriously speeding and running red lights, and they actually are causing trouble. The aggressive drivers that change lanes constantly, you know, all kinds of that, all all that kind of shit. They don't use turn signal when they're going to merge into a lane. That kind of stuff. That's the stuff they need to be stopping. Not a little bullshit due to, you know, bad landscaping and and, and poor placement of signs. And uh, half half the time they don't even want to um pay for the uh for the maintenance and everything they just let it ride it's like eh, we'll get to it we'll get to it perfect example um i-85 versus the parking lot at my job now the parking lot at my job they were still trying to um they're still trying to pave it and finish it and all this other crap but meanwhile i-85 got done in like what less than three months two months yeah they, they were on top of that they had to you're right. But you, think that a, <laughs> you would think that a corporation would be the same way as like, hey, we got to hurry up and get this done because there's no place for anybody to park at. If oh, there's no God. place for anybody to park at, then that means that, you know, there's not going to be much money to be made because people can't get to work. You know, the logic. The logic yeah. is there. It's there. Road maintenance is taken for granted, and that's. One of the biggest reasons that cars ha- gotta get maintained as often as they do, rather outside of the fact that people just run into the ground and don't keep with the preventative maintenance, but you know, there's so many freaking potholes, you know, like bullshit that really shouldn't exist. You know, that people gotta yeah. swerve around them or just eat it. You know, like, like like one of our warehouses, our customer doesn't maintain the road there and it's really their responsibility because they pretty much own most of that land there like they have a huge complex so there's 18 wheelers pulling around this corner and there's giant potholes and like the soft shoulder is sunken in so if you come off the road a little bit you're freaking bobbing and weaving and dipping and all this shit and i'm like damn like if an 18 wheeler misjudges that turn they're done and it's going to be a clusterfuck Cause it's a freaking like it's a three lane intersection coming off that that turn, you know, and then there's 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 four way traffic total, you know, and it's and and it's a major road, it's a highway, so it's like well, I guess you would consider it more yeah yeah it's a, it's a it's a highway because uh no no yeah it's, it's, a, it's, it's it would be considered a highway or I guess you could call it you know that's I guess another thing what's the difference between a highway or throughway expressway or parkway I mean let's you know. There's very little a difference. Way, a mile way. I guess the I guess the rule of thumb is like a parkway. The most the highest speed you'll see is is maybe 55, 60, and the highway usually goes higher than that. I guess that's the rule of thumb you could use. But even that doesn't hold true all the way. But you know, it's just the stuff like that. I'm like I look at that. And I'm like, man, this is just an accident waiting to happen, and just just because of negligence, you know, like you can't you can't expect drivers to take that responsibility onto themselves, like. Minimize the risk by just keeping up with the roads. Seriously, how much does it cost to fill a few holes with some tar? You know, know right? Like it's it can't like, be that much. The tar me- costs too much. We can't you, do it. Yeah, you pay a Mexican like you know two dollars an hour for maybe five hours worth of labor tops, and then they wow, have to like. Really? <laughs> 
I'm just being honest. That's what they're going to end up doing anyway. I know it's true, but he was still like, dang, really? <laughs> really, Yogi? Really? Oh, man. Yeah, stuff like that, man. I, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Really, Yogi? Really? Look, I'm not promoting cheap labor. I think they should get paid more. And there's plenty of people local that, that you know, that are legal immigrants or, or, or citizens that are looking for work that probably will do it for $10 an hour. And that's reasonable, in my know, opinion. I, I don't know why, but I thought you were about to say I'm not promoting Mexicans. I'm like, but they're, they're still jacked up. Yes, I'm a, I'm a self-hating Latino. <laughs> you found There's always me out. one. There's always one. If anything, that would be uh my little my my little brother. Like he he once told me I was too Puerto Rican. I'm like, what the fuck what? is that about? <laughs> that don't make any sense to me. Yeah, my too black. You can't be too black. My brother is what I like to call a coconut. You know, he's brown on the outside and white on the inside. That sounds like an almond joy. Those things are good, though. They are good. <laughs> but then you eat them oh, and you kind of hate yourself. Bells don't be good. Sorry. <laughs> when we get the assorted bags of candy for Halloween or Easter, I'm telling you, me and my better half, we're like, yo, let's t- let's take the almond joys out. They don't they won't miss them. <laughs> and we're, right and then, we're fi- then we're fighting over them. <laughs> uh, which brings I used to get one there. Used to get one every day at work, man. I'm like, it's it was like a ritual thing. Oh yeah, you know, like my go-to chocolate bar is usually like when I want something different. The watch what you call it, because it's like the texture and a variety in it. Do they even still make those? Oh yeah, man. Believe it or not, they kind of made a bit of a comeback. I, I, I find them everywhere now. Wow. Yeah, it's funny because they fell off for a while, and I guess I don't know. Someone somewhere started a trend of them. You know, people eating them again, and now they're like everywhere I go, I see them. Even little shitty convenience stores have them. Yeah, because for a minute I thought they stopped making them. Yeah, no, they're still going strong, man. They're usually fully stocked. Right, usually right by the Take Five, I, I find. Take Five I Snickers. Take Five in a minute, God. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh too. yeah, yeah, yeah. Take Five Snickers. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying next to the Snickers, but Take Five is own thing. Take Take, take Five is the one that got the. What is it? Pretzel, caramel, um, peanuts, peanut butter, and chocolate. I think that's it. Those are the five ingredients. Take five. Sounds almost like a um, payday. Not a payday. Uh, Baby Ruth. Baby Ruth, yeah. Wait, Baby Ruth is the one with the chocolate. And payday is the one without the chocolate. They're pretty much the same. Bar, yeah, though. it's like a, a chocolatey payday. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. With the nougat, I think, I think that's nougat in there, right? I think so. Yeah, it's like a poor man's uh, what do they call those peanut peanut logs that you usually get from like a school fundraiser or something. You know what I'm talking about? And when the kids uh, are fundraising for like a sports team or they're doing a, a charity thing, they they like have you buy candies and cookies and all this stuff and little tins. And usually, it's like they use you can almost always find the peanut log. The peanut brittle, you know, like, or the little tins with the three or four different kinds of popcorn. You know what I'm yep. talking about? Everybody it's has... Been, yeah, yeah, like Boy Scout popcorn. It's, it's been a minute. Yeah, it's like... Any, to, uh, you always have at least one person at work that will try to, like, pawn that stuff off from their kid on, onto everybody. But it's a shame because now a lot of jobs are cutting back and they consider solicitation. But it's like, come on now. Like, people are spending most of their time on, on at the job. That's not a conflict of interest as long as it's not to keeping them from doing the job. You know what I mean? 
All I know is if I put if I put a box of candy up there for people to just look at and consider, right? <laughs> and and they decide to ask me how much that candy would be. Who am I to stop them from buying it? You know, it's not like I'm I'm forcing it on them. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, we got candy. Go ahead, sure, two dollars. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, because even if even if your job has snack machines, it's not like they're making money off of that. That that yeah. money that the snack machine that goes gets, to the vendor. Exactly, the set the vendors. You know, they're basically sharing that space. And they collect all the money off of that, you know. So mm-hmm. it's not really hurting anyone, but eh, what can you do? But uh, you know, the other thing I was gonna mention with candy is I just thought about randomly is I hate when you like have a little stash of candy, and like I like all kinds of candy sweets. I have to admit, and I've been good about not going too crazy on it in my older years, but I still have my little stash, you know. And you can't, you just can't put the hard candies with the chocolates because the flavors transfer. You know what I mean? That's yeah, that is right. That is right. So you have to like have like uh, some logistics planned out where you stage your candies at. Like for example, I know a lot of people don't like it because it tastes like medicine or Pepto Bismol. I've heard it all, you know. Uh, but I, I like wintergreen flavored stuff, like especially the, like the certs for your breath. You know, I like cinnamon yeah. too and spearmint and peppermint, but I, I usually prefer, if not cinnamon, I prefer the wintergrass. I like the flavor and I feel it, it, it has a stronger effect. I mean, it might, it might just be a placebo effect or whatever. I just, that's the way I feel. But that's a strong scent and that thing goes through the wrapper and it gets out to whatever you put it in. <laughs> yeah, or better yet, it's almost like having wet bubble gum and you know, you're just sitting there trying to, um, to keep it dry and then, you know, it transfers to everything. It don't matter if it's money, if it's like <laughs> pencils, pins. Yep. Like everything just smells like spearmint. Yep. Now, some scents are okay when they transfer. Like, you know, pencils have that nice little, when you, especially when they're fresh, freshly sharpened. They got that little nice wood wood shaving kind of scent. I don't yeah. mind that being transferred over. That's a nice little scent. You know, it's pleasant. It's not going to mess up your taste buds or anything, you know? Or like overpowering. School, school, <laughs> man. That's still recent. I still sharpen a lot of plenty of pencils, either for work or for home. I mean, I like the mechanical pencils, but there's nothing like having a nice, good pencil, like a two B or HB pencil. And people say, "Oh, there's no difference between the different hardness, softness ratings." You know, they're all the same. Like, nah, I beg to differ. You can feel the difference in how they write. Some of them True. are harder lead. Some of them are softer, depending on what you want to do. Yeah, I was more of a um, uh, what is it a, a .5 lead mechanical pencil user versus uh, you know the .7 because I, I just didn't like the .7 even the pencils I didn't like too much but yeah like you know. I think when you get to like a .7 or one point oh uh, you're pretty much looking at outlining but if you want to do fine details that .5 I think is just perfect. Yeah, I think that's why I liked it because back then when I was drawing a whole lot more, I would just like go to town at that point five. Go yeah. To town. And if you have to erase something, it's usually easier to do with a thinner line. Mm-hmm. I feel you. I feel you, man. I will go to town on a yogi. So, go folks, to town. Are, let me tell you, <laughs> folks, if if you like these kind of mundane conversations, we do them all the time. I should probably switch scene. I'm, I'm here still in the intro scene because the conversation was so good. You can go to. <laughs> For those of you on YouTube, you get the full 
the full view of some of our topics that we'll be talking about. You know, we, we have a general, our top, our show notes are a general suggestion, but we usually go off script. But anyway, if you want to be part of these kind of conversations, you can join us over at our free chat server at geekyantics.net forward slash discord. I'll take you to the discord website, which will give you access to a free a free app. You can actually use the website. I say download the desktop app. It works on Mac and it works on, uh, you know, Windows, of course. Uh, you get, there's an Android app and there's a, you know, the a- Apple Store, iTunes app as well. So, you, you know, yeah, iOS, Android, all, all, all the stuff you need. So go over to, again, geekyantics.net forward slash Discord and you can join our chat server. Definitely get that app installed wherever you'd like it so you can be part of the conversation no matter where you are. You'd be taking a fat dumb, and you'd be like, hmm, I feel like chatting with the guys. Go for it. Just to let people know that, because there's some people that are weird about that, and they'd be like, ew, you got dookie particles on your, on your fingers while you're t- typing to us. They're like, All up in that mouth. Yeah, they're like, it's in the air, man. That's gross. You're touching your screen while it's in the air. It's like, I yeah. can taste it <laughs> all up in the air tonight. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> It's a good call. It's a good call. I like the song. Man, you're, you're, you're on fire tonight, bro. We're insane. I'm trying, man. This, this, is, this has been a minute. This has been a minute. Yeah, it's like we haven't missed a beat, man. I miss doing this, to be honest with you, man. It's like when you get so busy at work and you got to like come home, you got to take care of some other stuff. And Yeah, I, I feel you. Know, tonight, just... I, tonight I, I won't lie, I, I almost decided to, to postpone the show. We haven't missed a week yet, but sometimes we'll postpone it. We've only done it a handful of times, but... Uh, nah, nah, we gotta stay, we gotta stay on the grind, you know, cause if we start falling off, so, you know, it, it's a slippery slope. So I was like, nah, this is our, this is the ritual, I'm gonna try to keep this going for as long as we can. But, uh, another reminder, uh, Stan Farina, our, our friend in the network, he also contributes over at geekyanswers.net, writes short stories and all good stuff. The published author, he has another book out. And the new book is called, uh, Francesco Augustine Bernadone. Uh, tomorrow's Bucharest, uh, I believe it's, uh, that's the full title. I've been, I've been trying to uh, work on finishing that book, but from what I've read so far, oh my god. Oh that yeah. Book. It's a short read, but you, and you think you breeze through it, but sometimes you'll go over certain things, you're like, it's, it's pretty deep. And it's like... I just get, my job just, just has me stuck like that. It's like I started reading, um, I started reading this book, and the intro is what really got me, because I'm sitting here like, holy crap. Really? Oh, I know. And then they're like, Everett, we gotta go move some water. I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know the feeling. I got my hands and everything at work. Um, you and me both, man. It, it, it kind of sucks. It just. It's funny because I'm the IT manager, but I do everything from security assessments to compliance to labor management. I'm doing OT reports to make sure that we're not unnecessarily going giving people overtime because usually you know everybody loves their overtime but if you're getting yeah. if the people are consistently getting lots of overtime that means you have an issue like, like you, you're either understaffed or you're mismanaging your processes or your team you know and that's something that needs to be addressed because you know sometimes people do want to go home i mean that overtime check is nice but <laughs> you know oh, yeah. work-life balance. i don't I, I haven't done overtime in like a long time a long time because I mean I just I can't bring myself to do it man I've already put enough time in the company it's like I'm happy with my paycheck I'm topped out um just let me keep doing what I'm doing and I'm fine that's all I'm saying 
Yeah, yeah. You know, plus, I mean, I, I that's maybe when I was single and you know maybe had more of an interest in money, but now I'm like, no, I got a family. I want to get home. I don't want to be here. You know, and it's, I don't know. It's it's something about like working in a huge crowds of people every day. Like I can still be a social person, but. Uh, I call it like social pollution. You know, you look up and you're just tired of being around people because you've been around slobs of people every day, and everybody's always got a story to the point where you're just like, "I feel for you, but I just need my time to get here so I can leave." Yeah, no, that's that's the way it should be. Whatever you spend a lot of time doing at your job, you should work towards doing the opposite in your off time, so you have a time a chance to recharge. Like I love technology. But when I get home, the last thing I want to do is I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna love. It. I'm rubbing on you right now. The last thing I want to do is mess with software up- updates and tweaking things and upgrading hardware. Nope. <laughs> yeah, and you know, my, one of my main outlets as far as dealing with stress is games, and I haven't really gamed in like I think yesterday was the first time in a long time. If not, no, no, not yesterday. Uh couple of days ago was the first time in a long time that I even touched a, a video game. And everything good is coming out right now. Like, Injustice 2 looks awesome. Oh, Tekken no. 7, oh my god. Like, Okay, not only is Akuma in Tekken 7, but just, they finally put everything together as far as the Mishima storyline. And you come to find out that Hayashi is like, he actually, I guess he regretted throwing his son over the mountain. Or, um, to the bottom of a, uh, he threw his son off a mountain, basically. From ever since Tekken One, but Tekken Seven is showing like these little cutscenes of him throwing uh, he- not Hihashi, uh Kazuya Mishima off of the mountain, and he's got like a tear strolling down his cheek. So there is something in that storyline we're missing, and I really, really want to know what it is because it looks good, man. And then on top of that, um, I know it was another game that's on your radar, The Surge. I'm hearing really good things about that. I've heard good yeah. things about Prey, and I'm like, I'll get to them. I'll get to them. I, I'm mm-hmm. definitely excited to get into all of that. Oh, and I, I just got to throw this out about Tekken 7. If you haven't seen the trailer where they're playing M.O.P. Annie Up song, man, you don't know what you're missing. Oh, I like Annie Up. It's a good song. Yeah, but they played it, and they've got uh, Kazuya and Hayashi doing, both of them doing a lightning screw uppercut, and I guess they just kind of cancel each other out, but... Like, the sheer manliness of it, man. It just looks bad. <laughs> You're like, and you, you know, they both had their fist up. There's lightning coming off. They're, they're impacting each other, but they're still <laughs> like, it didn't hurt. I still, I'm still going. I'm ready for this. Oh, My body man. is ready. I know. <laughs> oh, God. I, I'm probably going to get that game. I'm going to get it. So, spe- so speaking about the never-ending to-do list and things we want to get to, so we were talking briefly about this before we officially started the show. So the to-do list. So just some quick tips. This is a little geeky moment for, you know, a little real real world advice to-do list. I'm a big fan of to-do lists. And you're saying you don't like them. And, and I get why. Because after a while, like, if you, if you do a to-do list, like, a lot of people do to-do lists. But they become more busy work. And they don't actually get them, help them get things done. So this is a tip, quick tip I could give you. And this is something I've, I've done, I've told uh, clients, you know, that, that I coach, you know, for my business coaching services, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, I do offer that, you know, for those of you, anyone is looking to shift careers, you know, 
and again, the funny thing is, it's easy to give advice that works, but following it is always tougher. So we everybody needs a little outside, uh, you know, uh, nudge and uh, accountability partner to keep them focused. Not Panda, what's up? Wink. He's like banana. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my that's my, shame, my shameless plug. But I didn't even give I'm not even giving you a link this time. If you want to, if you want to connect with me, I'm easy to find. If you really oh, I want, said a wink, but uh, I'm like a work too. <laughs> You also have, but you also have that uh, not to do list. Yeah, tag on. That's a good thing too. Yeah, that's probably a shorter list too. Uh, there's not too many things I won't do. <laughs> but a to do list. So this is what you do. That might be what she said. What I recommend is either using the Pareto model, which is simply just you know people talk about the eighty twenty rule. You know, eighty um, percent of your time should be invested in the tw- in the twenty percent of the things that ma- matter the most, and everything else is pretty much just busy work. So it's just about streamlining your life into the things that really matter, you know, which really should take into account little things that people take for granted, like quality time with your family and your loved ones, you know, even if it's just a simple thing like letting them, you know, they matter to you, sitting out to watch a show, having dinner together. Because these are a lot of things when the hustle and bustle people forget about, and you, you should schedule to make that time and, and create those boundaries for yourself. Work-life oh, yeah, balance again. Sometimes, yeah, that, and I was about to say, sometimes that whole work-life balance thing kind of sucks because, like, if you have a job that drains you of all of your energy to the point where you're like, I just want to take a break, it's going to be a lot harder for you to want to do all that stuff. Yep. But, you know, you've got to find some way to balance that back out, which, you know, I'm not perfect at that. I'll admit that now. I'm still trying to find a way to do that. And it's just my body, man, because I worked a job where for, like, a good eight years I was busy breaking myself down yep and then now I just I got this job to where I'm like able to kind of relax more and enjoy freedom a little bit more but but you're still paying the price yeah yeah I mean I guess my body's just still tired from from having to do all that you know yep that see I was that guy I used to work multiple jobs at once then I play sports, you know, and I had a good social life, and I tried to do everything, and then, you know, where I traded off the time was sleep, and I thought I was Superman, I was like, hey, I got all this energy, because when I was young, you know, and I was, you know, always learning stuff, training, going to school, all this stuff, I was always keeping busy, keeping my certifications, and then one day, I, I fucked up my back, and then it was just a downward spiral from there, and I'm, I'm, I'm paying the price for it now, you know? Bad knees, you know, if I ding my ankle, it, it takes a little while longer to heal than it used to, you know, yeah, so, you know, that work-life yeah. balance, you know, a lot of companies don't respect those boundaries because they just want you to be productive and get the most out of you, but what they don't realize, if they burn out their employees, there's a higher cost to employees that are burnt out because they're being overworked, right, and, they're, and there's, their person, their time is not respected or valued enough. So they're burning out. They're not as productive as they would be as if they were energetic and happy. Mm-hmm. And then if they leave to go to a company they, they think they'll be happier at, because, you know, the, the, gra- the grass is always green on the other side. At least that's the way it looks, but it's not always the case. Usually it's not. Um, that Then there's a, a high cost to not only go through that process of interviewing people, but then hiring that person, doing all that paperwork, and onboarding them. They need to be trained and a lot of time when people leave a company there's tribal knowledge that leaves with them that you don't have documentation no one else knows those processes or has those techniques so you Mm -hmm. have to start from square one not even zero you're at zero (laughs) you know yeah 
So here's a question. Here's a question for you. Whenever a company tries to change the way it looks, like its whole image as far as how it interacts with the public, and on one hand, after I guess dealing with them for so long, feeling like it's a soulless company that only cares about bringing in money, but yet they're over here trying to do something for like the Make a Wish Foundation or you know uh, even the War Child Foundation, um, which is not affiliated with me, but it is a good <laughs> it is a good charity. It is a good charity, but you know, I mean, how does how does it make you feel whenever they try and change their image? You know, do you question it? Does it make you think that they're not genuine about it? Are they only doing it for publicity, which makes more money for them, or what? What do you think? Yeah, you know, it's a double edged sword because you know it's better that they're, they're doing something, but something's better than nothing. But yeah, I do, I do believe that it has to be an end to end. So, uh, solution. They have to manage their entire identity, and if if you're doing PR outwardly but not inwardly, then your your marketing team is missing something. Because marketing really should be an integrated approach with human resources and senior management. So they're aligning all their processes, all their all their uh, policies, every all their efforts end to end. But it's not just about image; it's about getting the reality as close to that that intended image as possible. And that's where the disconnect exists. And that's where, mm-hmm. where employees get frustrated because, you know, the end customer might be super happy and they say, man, this is the best company ever. But the people that work there are like, no. Like, I, I, I used to work um, at uh, T-Mobile. Worst job I ever had, hands down. And then people tell me, oh, T-Mobile's a great company. Nope, they're shit. I don't care how many awards they have. I know exactly how, what they think about customers internally. My brother's a big fan. I'm like, no, I, I refuse to accept them as a good company. And I know... Most companies are shit on the inside, you know, when you really come down to it, they just want to make money, but I really have yeah. a problem with a company that says they care about their customers, and every th- policy they create, every system they create is all about, um, you know, just getting mon- more money out of them. Yeah, I was uh, at the tech support. It was not the best time in my life. I was uh I was consulting, but I needed extra income, so I was like, yeah, you know, let me uh, get to take this job. Yeah, and that was a well below me job, you know. Even though I was, you know, you know, a, a higher tier guy, it still was BS work, you know, because I'm Cisco certified, HP certified, IBM certified, Network Plus, Server Plus, all that shit, you know. I'm not saying anything below me, but you know, that definitely was a step down. I mean, they paid well, but the benefits were cool, but. And it makes some good story, but man, what a shit company! Yeah, <laughs> dang. And they hated me because I they wanted people to read from a script, and I refused to do it because their knowledge base was wrong most of the time, and they had inefficient steps. It actually slowed me down. I knew better than than not most of the people on their tables, but they wanted like that, that dumb monkey that would just be like, "Hey, you play power cycling? Hey, yeah, take your battery out. Yeah, make it out there." You know, is your device plugged in? Yeah, like I would be like, all right, we're gonna run this APK. All right, we're gonna flash the ROM. This is what I need you to do. <laughs> you know, I got a hardcore, and and you know, all my customers will always say, "You're the first guy I ever talked to that actually got the job done and didn't boss me around." You know, I was my philosophy was, I don't care if I had to be on the call longer. You, the buck stops with me. You know, mm-hmm. but everybody else, the way they, because they were so worried about their call times, they just want to get the customer off the phone. 
You know, that was, that, that, it was just churn and burn. And I'm like, damn. I mean, so many customers, by the time I would get them, they'd be like, man, I, I've been bounced around to like 10 people and no, and no one can fix my problem. And, it, and I was like, you know what? Well, and I will tell them, they, they were going to start cursing me out because they were already frustrated. Like, look, ma'am, sir, look, I know you're frustrated. I would be the same way in your position, but I'm a new person. I, I just got the situation. Let, help me help you. Let me look through your notes. And I, I, I know you don't want to repeat everything all over again. And if the notes don't cover everything that I need to know, I'm gonna ask you a few questions. I know it's gonna be frustrating. Trust me, I've been I've been in your shoes, but I'm gonna get you fixed today, one way or another. And I finally calm them down, and they'd be like, "No, you, I, I don't think you know what you're talking about." And like, "Ma'am, just work, just bear with me." And then I get it done, and be like, "Can I talk to your supervisor?" Like, you know, you know, you did a good job when your customer wants to talk to your supervisor <laughs> to say something good about you. And no one wants to say good stuff. They just want to bitch. Like this person is terrible. Blah blah blah. But they would be like, "You need to give that guy a raise." You need that's to promote true. them, you know. Like no one takes the time to do that kind of shit. But my customers that's would. That's true. No, that's a sad thing because it's always you're, you're right. It's always something negative. It's like they always want to say, "Oh, ah, this isn't happening." They want to use you as a representative of the custom, uh, the company, which you are. But at the same time, they just don't consider the fact that hey, I'm sitting here trying to help you, and you don't want to listen to exactly what I'm saying. You just want to sit and and blame me and try. And get me in trouble when I'm the one that's trying to help you. Yep, exactly, and and that's the thing. Like people don't understand. Like unless they've been in that customer service position, yep. they always act like you are the company, as if you have some control over what happens at the top. They don't realize that you're in the bottom too, and you're a lot of times your hands are tied one way or another. You know, mm-hmm. like and that happens in any job. Like you only you can only do what you are empowered to do, the resources you're given and what you're approved to do. And in a certain, sometimes you, you have your hands tied behind your back or you're missing one arm or something, you know, or you're hop, hopping around on one leg and they expect you to do the job somehow. And that's kind of an unfortunate reality of it, but you still have to deal with the shit both ways. Um, but you know, I gotta say, I feel blessed, you know, and, I, you know, I don't want to get all religious and everybody. I know there's some, a lot of uh, our listeners and viewers are not, are not believers, and I respect that. But I, I do thank God every day that I finally found a place that has family values, respects boundaries, and actually gives credit where it's due. Because that is something really hard to come by these days. Yeah. I mean, you're right about that. Especially the, uh, just credit. Because for the most part, if you have like a, a company file or something you're always going to get negative input in there. There's never been, at least in my job, there's never been anything positive put in your uh, your company folder. It's always like, oh, God, what do you do? Yeah. Okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to put this in there. All right. Exactly. And, that's, and I see that's bullshit. You're running on, on, on the money there because if you're going to track the bad things, you also got to track the good things so you have a permanent record of that too. Because exactly. Because if my job is on the line, I want people to know, hey, I'm actually trying to do something right instead of you sitting here going out of your way, doing everything you can to get me fired. Mm-hmm. I agree with that in a heartbeat. And that's the thing, like, uh, you know, me, when, when I get involved, you know, when I'm a hiring manager, when I'm in that position where I, I, I get involved with performance reviews, I always look at the good stuff, too. And I think about the point that led the person. That I, my, my goal is not to find ways to fire the person. My goal is to see what path led us there because – just as much as the employee needs to be accountable and take responsibility for what they did wrong, 
the company needs to see what they did to imp- to enable that because there's always fault on both sides, you know. And, and and then when you when you have that accountability on both sides, then you can say, hey, this is how we could avoid this in the future. This is these are the concessions we're gonna make. These are the combinations we're gonna give you to help you be better at your job. But this is what mm-hmm. we need you to to do on your side, and that's the way it should be because no one wants to feel like they're on a freaking chopping block. You're not gonna get. Great performance out of someone that's worried that the next time they fuck up, they're gonna lose their job. It's, it's, it's the most asinine process. Even if you say, oh, well, you get two verbals and three written, and then you, then, then, then you could be terminated. And it's at our, at our discretion. Even with that process in place, there's still so many things wrong because so you'll get one manager that's power tripping and goes, oh, I'm mad today. I'm having a bad day because I haven't gotten laid in a long time. Oh, I'm writing you up for this. Like, all I did was <laughs> fart. Like seriously, <laughs> pretty much. You know, the, there's so much funny stuff that goes on at, at jobs. Uh, cracks me up. You just gotta laugh at it. But I agree. Like performance reviews should be a, something where you discuss your communication styles and try to get more in sync. Because everybody has different communication styles, and if you don't understand what everybody's expectations are and where the gap is in expectations and, and communication. Then you're never gonna be on the same page because you're gonna go about things one way. Some people like emails. Some people like, you know, written documents. Some people like constant phone calls, you know. And how people respond to different things changes everything. Cause you know, a lot of times it's not even about what you do, it's how visible you are with what you do. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, if it's not documented, it's as, it's as good as not being done. And like you said, you know, people want to talk about the bad stuff, but hey, what about all the times I, you know, I put in extra time, you know, at last, and I, and I, and I showed up for work last minute because you needed someone, or I worked on a weekend because you needed someone, you know, I'm always all there. The overtime I did, yeah. Yeah. Because you needed somebody that was qualified to do it. Yeah. The fact that you asked all these other people and you couldn't find, actually all the other people left, you couldn't find anybody, so you recruited me. I could have easily said no and went home, but you know, mm-hmm. I'm still here. Yep. You know, and, and, and again, I go back to what I said. It's a lot more expensive for someone to replace an employee that's struggling than hiring a new person. Uh, then, 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 then rather, I'm sorry. Then, then, uh, then, just helping that that, that employee out, out, you know. So you gotta look at the track record. They've been good, and all of a sudden, maybe they just burnt out. Give them a couple days off. Do something to help them feel better, you know. Give them some kudos. A simple attaboy, man. That goes a long way, you know. Oh, beard and hat strolling in. He's probably gonna settle. Then there you go. There you go. Nice. No, I know. No, you're good, man. It's it's all right, man. We're probably having a quick show tonight anyway. We were just talking about all, all the stuff that we got lined up for the weekend. It's a big weekend for me. I think War Child got some stuff coming up too. You've, you haven't missed too much. We were talking about corporate America. Talked about video games we want to play. And what else did we talk about, War Child? Let's catch a beard. Yep. I lost him. He's gone. Yep, he's gone. Uh, oh, we were talking about the 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 the, the, goal, the tips the best practices for you to do lists to actually make them useful we're saying that you should have a running list of things to do like a Pareto list a Pareto model where you know you have an A B and C list you know and your A list would be just like the twenty percent of the things that are the most important and most urgent and your B and C are the things that are not as as pressing you know you know the C is like the stuff you could put off and you should get to eventually but it's not as important and you know, and then if you have a little sticky note with the to-do list, you know, 
you know, a running list of you know things to do. It should be on, on things you have to get done that day. So you're not staying on a freaking long list and being overwhelmed as you add more stuff to it and you only check off one or two things like damn, I barely made a dent. <laughs> you know. So that's our quick tip on that. I know we went off on a tangent, but to the list. I like waiting until the eleventh hour and getting everything done as oh. possible, man. <laughs> you know what? I can't lie. I, I'm a bit of a procrastinator too for some things. And I work pretty well under under pressure. If it's pressure, I've applied to myself. Now, if it's someone that just decided last minute, they, they, knew, they knew something well in advance, and then last minute they tell me, hey, can you come in tomorrow? Uh, can you can you come, can you uh, work tonight? Like, you know, what? Are you telling me this now? I already made plans. Oh, well. You know, that kind of thing. Like, no. But, yeah, if I apply my own pressure, it definitely works. Did what y'all said he would be back? Or is he back? Yeah, I think he said it'll be back. Okay. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> BRB. Okay. BRB. BR. BRB. BRB. Four. You can't even type that. Ah! The chaos. Okay. We got it. Don't worry. We're here. Now, uh, quick things that I want to talk about that I, w- I want to watch. This is on my to-do list for wa- for stuff to watch. Leftover season mm-hmm. three, the last season. I hear it's actually really good. Though I'm scared, I, 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 I couldn't get past the first season. Why? Because it, it was just slow. And it is slow. It didn't feel like it was building towards anything, and it just kind of. Yeah, I don't know if it necessarily is building up towards the answers you want. I hear season three does answer a lot of stuff, but I think it's one of those shows more about the journey. My problem with the show is that it's heavy as fuck, and it's kind of. It's a downer, dude. Like after I watch this show, I'm like, yeah, I want to kill myself. <laughs> it's just it's a, a little, little on the, little on the downside. Yeah, it's it's just depressing, man. It's like, ugh. You got to go into that that show really chipper, so when it knocks you down a few notches, you're not completely bummed out. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gotham season finale and the lead up to that, I gotta catch up with that. That second half of the last season, I still enjoy that show. Shield, I heard. It has been amazing in the second half of the season. I, I, I've been that show actually. I feel gets better each and every every season. And then I heard of something. This just this came across my desk. A show on I guess it's a series or a documentary type of thing. It's probably a documentary on Netflix uh, called After Porn Ends. Have you heard of this? No, but I've I've seen. If it's like a documentary style, I've seen those kind, those types of documentaries before. Yeah, I and have you too. Just, you feel bad for these people. <laughs> yeah, they they usually don't end up very happy, do they? No, they well, they usually don't start very happy either. So it's not like yeah, just it's. Would you say they're better off or worse off after porn? Generally. Um, that's a case by case basis, but like I, I, overall, uh, what he would just say, overall, like overall, some of them, are, overall, they're for the most part in a better spot financially, but that doesn't solve any other problems. Yeah, yeah. Like if they, I think if they have underlying behaviors and habits, those just get magnified if they're bad habits and behaviors. But uh, do you think it's possible, uh, typically, for them to? acclimate themselves to civilian life (laughs) you know what i've seen thanks to like social media 
Yeah. It seems like it's a little easier for the transition out and for them to kind of branch off into other things. Yeah, it seems like now what I find, and I have some friends in the industry, um, I won't mention names, I've, I've worked, I've also had some clients in the industry, and again, NDA, I won't mention names, I'm, I'm going to be good, but chances are you might know them, <laughs> that's all I'll say, but it seems like now the way things are, the, the, especially with like your, you know, your uh, Twitch and your beam and all these different video streaming social networking mixer. type of thing and oh mixer now sorry yeah hitbox beam, beam just feels better hitbox yeah um and what's the there's a there's that thing that people use to get gifts i forget what it's called giphy my free cams <laughs> that one too <laughs> well you know there's a, there's a bunch of them but there's one in particular i'm trying to think of but anyway you know, it's, it's where they put a wish list and people buy them stuff, you know, that they want. Basically, How, how can I get in on that? Yeah, it's, on a wish list. it's basically so you could crowdfund Sugar Daddy. That's basically what it's for. Oh, well, that sounds like a simple website, Crowdfund Sugar Daddy. Let me, let me. Register that now. That. Register that I now, need, guys. Our next business adventure. I need, to, uh, I need my uh, need for drones and other dumb shit to be funded by someone other than me. All right, so crowd. I just want to buy some models. <laughs> crowd, crowd, crowd sugar daddy and crowd sugar daddy or sugar daddy crowd. One of those variants are tra- are registered trademarks of Geeky Antics Network and its affiliates. Pending. <laughs> <That's what laughs> pending. <Pat appending. laughs> 2017. It's ours. It's ours. You can make something similar, but you can't take that name. We're just going to edit this whole section out of the podcast. If you weren't here live, you have no idea what just happened. Yeah, that's going to be and the also total gap. Crown Fund Sugar Mama. That way, we got both. We got both areas covered. There you go. There you go. So, you so, so this this after porn ends is pretty much what you would expect. This it talks about like the big question they ask and the cover is, you know, I think it was, can they? Is there a life after doing porn? That's basically what they ask, and they explore that. So what I'm really curious. Show? It's called After Porn Ends on, on Netflix. Is that number one or number two? Uh, I didn't know. I don't know if there's multiple ones. I just saw the one. So that, that, this is on my to watch list. Because I think yeah, I, it was on my to watch list for a minute too. But I think they had a second one come out recently. Yeah, hmm. and I just gotta put this out there in the ether of the interwebs. I'm kind of sad that some people have retired so prematurely, particularly Mia Khalifa. This is gonna say I'm sure a lot of the internet feels bad about that. <laughs> some people are nodding their head right now. Some people are like, "What the hell are you talking about?" I know what you're talking about. Yeah, there's enough of a backlog. <laughs> there's never been a backlog. Not enough as it should be. Like, because she only actually was on. Like, she did a lot of. She did a lot of stuff, but I think she was only in the industry for like eight months. Jinx Hayes. Oh, what's another good one? Yep. I'm with you there. Uh, I think one of my personal favorites, Ali Sin, is out of it. I'm like, no. I know. I'm not everybody's like, man, you know too many names. You're a perv. <laughs> uh, don't feel bad. I don't judge me. Names. I can listen to. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. I'll put myself out there. You don't have to. I'll be t- I'll be the per the show's perv. <laughs> I- at least I could be honest about it. Everybody else pointing fingers. Guy, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'm I'm allowed to be a, a, a dirty old man. Come with the turf. 
about by the time I hit, you know, sixty five, people will think it's cute or endearing, you know, because I'm too old for people to give a shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> I just walk around going honk honk, and no one will care. You do that, you do that, my you're gonna go in jail. That old guy's hilarious. <laughs> How are you? You're so silly. You could probably get away with that in like a, a nursing home. That's about it. Yeah, just walk around with full chub all day. No one cares. <laughs> if you can still do that. <laughs> oh, no, Mr. Johnson, you're so silly. They just can't do anything about it. That's, yeah, that's true. That's what true. are you going to do? Throw me in jail? <laughs> Though at least so, some of the the nurse nurse types, <clears throat> they'll play along with it because they know you're probably going to croak soon anyway. You know? <laughs> Bless their hearts. Oh. I don't play along with it too much. <laughs> I say, I say they, 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 they play along. They don't play with it. I, there might be some situations where they play with it. Uh, I, I don't know how much that happens, but I love the hopefulness for that. I love the hopefulness in your voice. You're like, maybe. <laughs> Listen, Possibly? I got Possibly. I'm at that age where I got to start planning my retirement, man. I'm not getting me angry. <laughs> <laughs> It's so sad. It's so sad when your closest friends are like, make sure you're putting away in the HRA. I'm like, damn, son. <laughs> we all old as fuck now. Dude, like, just you today, a friend reminded me of that. Like, ah, oh, thanks. Because that's really something I want to be thinking about more than I already do. <laughs> Being old? Yeah, yeah. Trust me, I'm reminded every day. It's alright. I'm I'm 30, and I feel like I'm in the same boat you are. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. yeah, it comes with the territory. It's like when you get that age, it's, you can't do that. It is what it is. Kids will do that to you. They they accelerate that feeling. <laughs> and that is truth. Now, before we start wrapping up with our news and rants for the evening, I do want to say, and I know we don't have that many, that much Doctor Who love on this show as far as a whole skill, but I gotta say, season 10 has been amazeballs. And, you know, this is Stephen Moffat's last season, and he's he's pulling out all the stops. Like, uh, you know, any criticism I've had about him in the past, he's addressed them. This season really has been good. And, and I'm really putting my inner fanboy aside. Like, objectively, it's been leaps and bounds. The best Capaldi season... Easily a top five season from New Who. And I would say in the grand scheme of things, you know, until about 50 plus years of Doctor Who, I think it's it's going to have some memorable classics in there. Uh, Peter Capaldi has come into his own as the Doctor. He's got this whole aging rock star bit kind of going on. And at first I thought I, thought I was kind of being forced and I didn't like it as much. And I was like, oh, he's got his shades on. Oh, he's playing the guitar. But it actually works because he does like this thing now. He does a little monologue at the beginning of the episodes and kind of narrates a bit. And it, I mean, it really works, man. Um, Missy, you know, I'm sorry if it's spoiling it for people that haven't caught up, but Missy is rocking. Um, they've been doing some. Missy. Missy no, Missy's. Uh, Basically, um, the master, uh, the doctor's uh, nemesis. I know, but it, that'd be kind of cool if Missy Elliott was in Doctor Who. I mean, that, Missy Elliott's going to be the next doctor. Dude, that would be so <laughs> oh, weird. I would watch that. I would watch that. Missy that would Elliott. Be the first 
season of Doctor Who that I sit down and watch the whole thing. <laughs> Missy Elliott as a companion would be bonkers in itself. As the doctor, you know, I feel like, I feel man, like if you want to go like full ridiculous? You need someone who will be that, like Leslie Jones. Like I would Damn. watch Buster Rhymes and, and Missy Elliott be the doctor and his companion. Oh my lord, Because I mean, they're both so uniquely crazy to the point where it's like I need to watch this now. You know, that's just what she does. <laughs> Her and Buster Rhymes do crazy stuff that make you want to watch it. It's like I don't care what the music video is about. It could be about Swan Lake for all I care. It's it's just good. <laughs> it's good. Uh, Buster Rhymes song I listened to was King Tut. King Tut. Good lord. God. I had no idea Buster Rhymes was A that fucking jacked. Yeah. Still making music. Yeah. And see that fucking jacked. Yeah. Good lord, he is huge. I mean, you know, he's not like a Snoop Dogg where you think, okay, well, that's Snoop Dogg. He's skinny. Is anything. Probably gonna fall over if you sneeze on him. No, but uh, Buster Rhymes is like the complete opposite. Yeah, he went the uh, the Dr. Dre route. Yeah. Well, you know, he but went I'm... through a, he went through a phase where he had a little pudge. And then, and yeah. then, and then he like just, and I guess he's just overcompensating and just said, I'm gonna go complete opposite direction. <laughs> I mean, hey, it worked for him. Yeah. It worked for him. Man, I mean, he's with a tribe called Quest, but yeah. Well, well, technically, he was with the leaders in their new school and they collaborated a lot with the tribe. Just gotta put that out there. We gotta be, we gotta be legit here, man. We, we don't want people questioning our hip hop knowledge, at least classic hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I see you there. The only, the only Busta album I bought was Extinction Level Event. Oh, that was a good album. I had, uh, I had that. I had Genesis. I had Anarchy. I mean, he's still he's still putting out albums, but a lot of them are like B sides and remixes. Yeah, because it's like you can't. He's at the point where he wants to have fun now. Because yeah, there was a time where Jaw Rule was trying to get all. Relevant and whatnot, and yeah, that would have been nice. Mm -mm, mm -mm, No, well, you know, like Jabril may not have the talent of Bust, but he's got a unique voice, he's got a unique sound. That's you know, you can spot him. Angry little guy that needs more (laughs) cough drops. (laughs) Well, all right, I kind of wish wish Mystical made more more albums. He would have made more albums if it wasn't for the fact that he. You know, huh, yeah. Who we talking about? Mystical. Mystical. Oh, Mystical. I remember Tarantula. Wait, wasn't it Mystical? Wasn't that his legit name, Mystical? Or is it Mystical? No, no, it was Mystical. It was Mystical? Okay. Mm-hmm. But I always call it Mystical, but I could have sworn I heard a few times in songs other people would call it Mystical, or he said it, or something. I'm like, huh? It's Mystical, he ain't was, it? He was perfectly fine until he did something for him to end up in jail. Ah. Uh, well, I mean that that whole clique that uh, Master P and I was rolling with—they—they're they're all doing nothing now, really. If you think about it. Yeah, I think Silver Shocker went to jail. C Murder went to jail for well, he actually murdered people. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, at least his brand was accurate. He lived up to his name. C Murder. Nah, unbelievable. Make make that kind of money, and you still do stupid shit. I don't get it. The C stand for Charlie, Woody. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm shot in the dark. But yeah, I, I love, I love, uh, I love Buster Rhymes. But it's a shame he's a dick. Like he's a straight dick. Really? Yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, I've heard it from that. multiple people, and I, and I had some, some brief encounters that weren't too flattering. But he, you know, I can't take it away from him. He's talented. But I, I think, I think it was because he went, he was going through a rough time. It was like that transitionary phase that hip hop went through. And then he was trying to like get into like running clubs and all this stuff, diversified, and it wasn't really working out. So I think he was just stressed out. So I'll give him a pass for, for now. Being a dick. You get a pass for being a dick for now. Because okay. I don't know him well enough to say if you know he's he's a habitual dick. He might just be everybody a, gets just one. Yeah, everybody gets one. You know. Thank you, thank you, Spider Man. <laughs> everybody gets one, right, Peter? Tell hey, Peter. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, I guess he uh, he only, he only gets just one. Now that I wanna... was also our that was our rule of rematches in fighting games. Oh, that's a good one to have. Yeah, that's a good one. Everybody to have. gets just it's, one. It's needed. Oh shit, Raraputa's in here. We got a four host on, show tonight. It depends on the rivalry too, because like, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> but if you if you know. <laughs> If you know you're going to get good matches out of somebody, like I would always have a good Soul versus Kai match with uh, one of my um, colleagues back in college. Yeah. Or like a Chip versus Anji Mito match. Yeah. There wasn't just testament. one. It was Testament. Was, uh, testament, wasn't, testament wasn't my main. I tried. It just. Testament was my main. I'm very upset that he's not in uh, Rev 2, but. Hmm. I was more of a at chip fan. Put, at least they put bacon in there. Bacon. <laughs> chip bacon. had the best story in any fighting game in the history of fighting games. Mm, Allow me a... to elaborate. Huh, okay. Yeah. He was running for president. So he was going to go around and kick everyone's ass, and then after he beat them, say, vote for me. <laughs> so he's Jesse Ventura. No, he's better than Ventura. Ventura <laughs> sucks. Especially whenever it comes to Chris Kyle stories. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. Except Chip's enough's a ninja, and I'm pretty sure Jesse Ventura's just insane. And Chip is also modeled after uh, Billy Idol. Oh, so say I mean, no more. I'm sold. <laughs> I like Billy, Billy I mean, Idol. Guilty Gear was too much. It was too much of the right stuff, though. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Now it made me want to play these games again. Oh, God, I miss Guilty Gear. If you have a PlayStation 4... Which you should. Get Guilty Gear, either Rev 1 or Rev 2. Or exactly. I'll kick your ass to the top. Guilty Gear. Oh, God, don't make, don't make me use my you don't have to. So maybe use my son's PS4 cuz a friend thought it'd be a nice thing to buy him a PS4. I'm like, what kind of friends do you have? <laughs> Rich ones. Like what do they do? Are they drug dealers? Do I need to intervene or something? So he has a PS4. And I'm like, what are you doing soiling my ha- our home with this? <laughs> Sorry, I can't help myself. Uh you gotta get the PS4 a little bit more credit, though, man. It's like, it's, it's a good system. No, no, nah, you know. Born. That's all it needs. No, nah, you know, I, I won't lie. I think I think 
I'll get him a few games. It'll be one of those things where I'll buy him a gift, you know, but it'll really be for me. <laughs> that's the, that's one of the be- the perks of being a parent. You know, you could buy toys and then say, "Yeah, this is for the kids," and it's really for you, like fidget spinners, like uh, like Meatwad off of uh, Aqua Team. It's for the kids. <laughs> I love Meatwad. That's a good impression, man. That's pretty good. Nah, it's not my best. I could do better. So, Josh, Josh, you're just in time because I'm about to I'm about to give a, a Doctor Who recommendation real quick. Are, are you a Who fan? I don't know if I don't remember if you're. I watched. I, watched, uh, so I hadn't watched the new, the latest like season or two of Doctor Who, but I did watch all the other Doctor Who seasons. Good, good. I, I, I knew that you liked. That. I didn't know if you were keeping up. Rar Puder and I go back, way back. We used to, we used to be really into video games. We're still in a gaming clan together, but we don't play games as much as we should these days. Because you know, we're adult, now. Yeah, adulting blows, <laughs> but. Season 10, again, fantastic. But the standout episodes so far for me are Knock Knock, which you can actually get in, uh, what do they call that, binaural? Is that what it's called? When it, where they record it uh, so that it's, it's actually recorded so your left and right ears, they, they actually separate the sound so it sounds as natural as possible. That's binaural, it's right? binary. 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 It's, like the, uh, it's what the <laughs> ASMR videos use yeah yeah they get those the microphones that have the two inputs on it yeah yeah exactly and that's it's such a simple process but it just makes sense they usually what they do is they record the the source with two microphones separated at heads at heads width so it simulates what your ears would hear if you were in that situation it was, and I'm like, that's brilliant it's why didn't someone do that sooner like i thought about that several times you know but the other nice thing is you don't need a special surround sound system to get the the best out of it. Just simple stereo, good stereo headphones will work just fine because it's already done the work for you. Uh, I love it. Uh, but anyway, but Knock Knock is a great one. Uh, Extremis, which is part of a two-episode arc, uh, which is, leads into the pyramid at the end of the Earth. I believe that's the title of it. Fantastic. And they, had, they introduced a new race, the Monks. And fantastic. Oh, cool. Yeah, the monks. Yeah, yeah. Everybody loves the monks, right? And uh, Nardo, another one of the companions. There's, they have two companions, Bill, Bill and Nardo. And uh, Bill is great. She's a cute, cute girl. You know, they also, you know, they're trying to be more diverse, so she's black. You know, it's like, hey, checking off the boxes. You know, but this time it feels really authentic. Like. She's not a cliche, you know, like she's got her own personality. She's not trying to be, hey, I'm the black girl. She's her own character. Like everything they've done this season is on the money. Like, mm. I don't think about her like, hey, she's the black character on the show. I think about her as, hey, she's a, she's a great companion. And like the writing is just like the character development, the, the stories, man, everything has just been on point. Like, I can't say enough good stuff about season 10. So when I, when that comes to Amazon Prime or Netflix, whatever you're, you know, sling by, I don't know, whatever you're watching your shows on these days, definitely, definitely catch up. That's that's what I got to say on that. But we got about uh, 20, 30 minutes to talk a little bit, just rant a little bit, do our obligatory news. Not much news tonight, so we're just going to mainly rant. First time I wanted to yeah, share... The news, the news will be next week. Yeah, the news will be next week. Next, next week's going to be big. We do have a lead-in for that, so, so I'm going to leave the best for last. But I wanted to share... All right. I'll share this on Discord and on 
and on our chat. Yeah, this is a YouTube video that it basically talks about. This is this is a spoof where it, 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 it kind of plays with the concept of the notion that the heroes we got in, we've gotten to know in video games aren't really the good guys; they're actually bad guys. So it's, it's a fun kind of notion, and one of the things they explore is that Sonic is actually, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog is actually evil. Because if you think about it, and I thought about it before, Dr. Robotnik gives the, the animals robot armor, right? And essentially, Sonic is going around destroying the robot armor and freeing them. But what about if they like the robot armor? Because now they're like really cool at mechs and they got extra powers, right? So maybe maybe Sonic is a bad guy. Like he's I ruining don't their even fun. No, because he had to kidnap them. He had to kidnap the animals to put. Them. Yeah, and I, and I know, like these theories are really far out there. Like, they get shot that right away. But it's a funny thing, like a, a alternate <laughs> universe to explore where Sonic is evil, right? Another thing they said was when I was when I was playing uh, Borderlands Two. Yeah, I was secretly hoping that Jack was actually going to be the good guy. Because <laughs> you liked him so much. On his head. No, I didn't like him at all. Oh, he was really? A villain, but he was. I didn't. I didn't personally like him. He, he was a good villain, but I was kind of hoping that it was going to kind of flip it around, so that you really are the ones holding up progress. Mm. You really are the ones stopping Pandora from kind of coming out of this Bronze Age into a more civilized society, just because you don't like the way this guy operates. I was kind of hoping that's how it was going to be, and not just him on a blood-hungry quest for power. Yeah. Still a great game. It just would have been cool to tweak that a little bit. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's funny you mentioned that, because there's a similar notion they kind of they worked with here with uh, the, the Mario games is that King Koopa is actually a good guy, you know. He was trying to be a, 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 a still democracy in the kingdom, and actually the... You know, the Mushroom Kingdom is actually evil because they're the evil empire, you know? <laughs> I'm like, hmm. And then the guys were like, in the video, the guys were like, yeah, but you got a lava pit in the castle. Like, do you really think I just took over this operation? you really think I had time to install those? The ki- the princess, you got to ask her about that. <laughs> I was like, hmm, that's that, true. She got one of those Super Mario dungeons if you catch my drift. Oh. A little S&M action. So that was a little more believable. You could you could almost sell that 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 uh, idea, and then there was a Sonic and Mario action. Here's another one. Uh, the last one. Well, actually, there's two more that that, I, that stood out for me in the video. Uh, Pac-Man, how like he's like evil because he eats the ghosts, but everything but their eyes, and then like lets them suffer and watch that happen. <laughs> I'm like, damn, that's kind of <laughs> fucked up. That's true. Oh my god. <laughs> I I love Pac-Man. I'll never see you the same way again. It's like, damn. It's kind of cruel. That is kind of deep, yeah. I never thought of it like that. And this this is an easy one. Roller Coaster Tycoon. That is kind of an evil game because you have all these tracks that are incomplete and then you're testing them out and people are falling off the tracks. like, no, the track's not complete. The track's not complete. Ah!" Well, if you're going to go that far, you might as well say The Sims. Oh yeah, all, all those SimCity, come on, you've turned yeah. natural disasters out to the max and everything's just going to shit. Oh hey, look, uh, there's no ladder to get out the pool. <laughs> People shitting in the pool. 
<laughs> you're too tall to get over this little counter, so you have to cook yourself out. Be careful, though. Oh, wait, hang on. Let me say this right. <clears throat> it appears that this entire time you've neglected your cooking skills. You've made most of your family sad. Most of your family had to eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Today, you will make that payment. Hey. On the left side, you will find turkey. On the right side, a stove ready to cook with. Choose life or death. Cook your way free. Make your choice. (laughs) (laughs) Cook your way to freedom, Adam. I I was completely on board until you said the PB&J. I'm like, hey. I mean, I don't want to live off of PB&J, but PB&J is a comfort food to me. At least you had a choice, Yogi. The family didn't. Yeah, like, I think... Even with pizza, like I love pizza and I love PB and J, but if I, that's all I had to eat after a while, to be like, ugh. Yeah, agreed. Um, but uh, so that's that video. So I guess we might as well jump into this real quick, and this will be our last topic for tonight. This is our lead up to E three. I'm just gonna say right off the bat, personally, I don't care. <laughs> this is the least excited I've been about E three, but I know you guys are excited, so I'm not gonna rain down on it. I just want to share some quick fan prediction, and then you guys can comment on what your prediction and what you think about these predictions. So this is one that I actually am excited about, because I've been saying this for a while. A new Splinter Cell game. That actually would get me excited. I don't think it's going to happen, but that'd be great. I, yeah. think we're, I think we're overdue, for one. If you would have said Siphon Filter, I probably would have been happier. Like, like, I'll put that up there, too. He would definitely but overdo Splinter for that. Cell, I mean, uh, the day they took Michael Ironside out is the day that Splinter Sorry, he just... It's not the same anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know I, I know. everybody's talking about the new Bloodborne 2. So I think that's probably... Uh, Phantom Whale. Mm-hmm. Why does that sound like a Metal Gear Solid game? Phantom Whale. <laughs> Uh, a lot of people were talking about um, Far Cry 5 as well being at E3. Oh, God, Far Cry Oh, 5 yeah. And it pissed off a lot of people, too. Well, I think that's a given, though, because they already announced it, so now it's just going to be showing off more of it, right? Yeah. yeah, they wouldn't have announced it early. They would have announced it before E3 if they didn't have something to show at yeah. E3. Yeah, that is true. But it's got it's already got a lot of people pissed off because of the, the enemy that's being portrayed. Oh, because it's, it's in Montana or whatever? Yeah. What Far Cry game hasn't had people pissed off about the enemy yeah. when they first show the screenshot? Yep. That's true. I think it'll be interesting to see how they how they run it. I think um, they're going to have a hard time. To me, Far Cry 3 set the bar high. What was his name? Uh, Vaz? Was that the, your final enemy in there? Well, technically, he was the main enemy until he died. Yeah, spoilers that you didn't really yeah yeah care about but yeah he was he was really good yeah he, good enemy yeah he's he's the one that you were building up towards and it ended up being a whole other thing going on which we won't spoil that for you if you still haven't gotten to that but it is yeah. well it is well worth it you might you're gonna have mixed feelings about it but it's definitely gonna give you some feels I feel like I've ever told you the definition of insanity. <laughs> it's a classic line, but uh, so yeah, that's 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 I'm excited about that too. Uh, people are are kind of clamoring for another Batman game, but I feel like we're good for now. I mean, I love Batman, but I don't think we're we're really hard up for one right now. I was upset after Arkham Knight. 
Yeah, I think people need to get over that butthurt because a lot of people were mixed about that one. Like, if you uh, want me to have just a Batman... Bad, that was just a bad launch. Didn't they fix it at some point? No, uh, launch aside, it's just the whole thing. Batman car game. Like, wow, yeah. okay, cool. I heard you spent a lot of time in the Batmobile... And it wasn't even that satisfying. Like, I heard it wasn't even that satisfying to be in the Batmobile. It wasn't. It's tragic. And and then on top of that, it's like the Batmobile is, it turns into a tank that has quote unquote non lethal rounds, but yet you look up and everybody's somehow dying? Oh boy. (laughs) But they're not dying because it's Batman. Yeah, okay. Tell that to Ben Affleck, Batman. (laughs) Oh oh, yeah. Let's get into that tangent because it'll open up another can of worms. I I know this is one that 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 Beard's gonna want to talk about in a bit. Borderlands Three. I think everybody can universally agree on that one. Yeah, uh, that would be great. The the teaser stuff that they showed last month was really cool, but I think it. I think that game's still way too early. Mm. I don't think they're even close to there yet. Did you see what they showed off? Uh, what Gearbox showed off last month? I'm pretty much. I've pretty much been on media blindness on purpose because I want to wait for something substantial, like when the E3 stuff comes out, and we have more finished product, then we can really discuss it. Like I, I hate these little brief, fifteen thirty second t- trailers that don't really tell us much. Like no, this is a cock tease. It wasn't a. It wasn't a trailer at all, and it wasn't like a tease. They like were a, showing off the new engine that they have. They were showing off the uh, like a tech demo. Yeah, they're showing yeah. off like the lighting effects, the way the environment's gonna work. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, maybe I'll check it out. The, the new system that they have built for it. So put that in the show notes for next week. Maybe we will talk more about that. Yeah, I'll pull that up. I'll uh, I'll dump it in Discord. I miss well, the show notes. Overall, do you do you think it's a it's a sexy engine? Like, is it significant? It is, looks good. Is it a significant leap from what we are accustomed to with Far Cry? That's uh, Borderlands, you mean? Oh, I'm sorry, Borderlands. Sorry, Borderlands. Yeah, Something it's, a, is. it's a huge jump. Borderlands 2 is... Been... Borderlands 2 is what, already five years old or so, isn't it? Uh, yeah, 2012. Yeah, yeah and people are... huge jump. People are still playing the crap out of it, too, so that's another reason it might be too soon. Like, I think this is one of... I'd rather they hold off and get it right. But if the engine's on because, point, that's encouraging. Oh, the engine the engine looks like it's on point. Okay. I think because the pre-sequel did so poorly, and Battleborn did even worse, oh, which Battleborn's yeah. free-to-play now. I bet it yeah, is. Yep, no that, surprise there. The, and just to add insult to injury, Battleborn goes free-to-play, and then Overwatch does a double XP weekend, the same, announces it the same day. Oh, boy. Just twisting that knife. I-, I wonder who at Blizzard was that fucked over by Gearbox that they had to just <laughs> keep stomping on that corpse. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, again, just real quick, Battleborn is actually a good game. It's just, it's a tough market to compete in. That's really what it comes down to. It's a tough sale, and it's not... It wasn't worth what they were asking for. Yeah, if they had done what Evolve had, what well, if they had done what Evolve should have done, and that's put out the game for twenty bucks. Yeah, and then as much as I don't like the microtransaction aspect, you put out the base game for twenty bucks, and then you have extra characters and whatnot for extra. 
and, and I really feel like Battleborn does enough that's unique to separate itself, and it's not marginally different. It's a, it's a significant thing and on its own. Like I really do enjoy that game, so I I, I hope I hope that they they get some kind of market share because competition is a yep. is a good thing, but right now it doesn't look like it. So they they will get nothing. They'll just be a failed experiment. And it'll show them what they did wrong, and hopefully they don't bring that to uh, Borderlands 3. Well, I, I just look at it like this, man. Gearbox is only good for making one thing and one thing only, and that's Borderlands games. Because everybody, everybody that is a uh, Aliens fan remembers Colonial Marines. Yeah. How bad that was. That's, why, that's more reason that they need to get something out of Battleborn, at least break even, because... You don't want them to be a one-trick pony. Like, yeah, Borderlands should be the number one thing, but they need to have some kind of revenue so that then... If they're in a position where they're pressured to get Borderlands 3 out just so they can start make, you know, getting back in the black, that's not a good place to be. And I know yeah, that they, they do... enough money off Borderlands 2 still. Yeah, and they and they also do contract subcontract work where they do small things on on different projects. That's actually how they got their start. But still, like they should have some tier one things, some in house things, flagship products to carry them besides Borderlands to be a healthy company. Because otherwise, bad things are gonna happen. Yep. So definitely agree with that. Uh, people talking about Need for Speed, Beyond Good and Evil 2, The Evil Within 2, Wolfenstein 2, hey, and pretty much anything from Valve or Sucker Punch, the studio behind Infamous, so those are pretty Half much... Half-Life 3? Yeah, yeah, at this point people like anything from Valve that isn't, uh, you know, uh, Dota 2. Well, Valve can't do three. They, they can't do a game and have a number three. That it's, it's impossible for them to do that. <laughs> yeah, they they can't count to three. <laughs> I know they don't need to. Half Life <laughs> Three is never happening. <laughs> you and I agree with this, beard. It's just funny. You never miss your cue. They don't need to. <laughs> they don't need it, and it's never going to happen. I don't know why people still seem to have that hope. When they can just kind of look at the writing on the wall and be like, they're making way too much money, and it's been too long, and the hype has been too hard. I think at this point, it's like Firefly. It's like that geek hope that we keep alive just because it's something to say, and it's just a funny thing to think about. It's like it's a, it's a trope that we just get into. Like at this point, we we have no expectations, but it'd be cool. It's, it's a it's a dead meme at this point. But. You got enough for fan fiction. Yeah. Well, you know, as long as people keep saying it, there's going to be indie folks that will will pander to that that desire and fill that void. So there's that as well. Mm. So there's there's that I think there's still plenty of space for an epic story told as a third person shooter. I mean, a first person shooter rather. You know what I want? I, I want a remake of Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Oh, dude, we talked about that before. Yes, definitely. It's come up a few times, but I want that to happen. Dude, in that same style of game, like, there's a lot of favorites I have in that kind of similar vein, and I know people will disagree with this one, but on NES, Fester's Quest, you know, Adam's Family, um, mm-hmm. 
I like, uh, of course, Told and Earl. That, 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 it has, it's not exactly the same, but it has a kind of similar vibe to me. Kid Chameleon. Like, Kid Chameleon side-scrolling, though, but Kid Chameleon, dude, yes. I would lose my shit. Like, that's the kind of shit that would make me lose my shit in E3 at this point. Talk about Kid Chameleon coming back. Like, an actual new game, but still 2D, beautiful sprites. I don't try to th- make it 3D and all this bullshit and ruin it. Just keep it pure, right? Mm-hmm. Fun boss battles, boom, done. Like, it, 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 it writes itself. Uh, Passage Dragoon Saga, I would love to see that done, get the true HD re- treatment. But they have to build it from the ground up, obviously, because source code is lost. Like, stuff like that. Like, Power Stone, hello? Oh, my God. Yeah. Everybody will lose their shit. Like, there's all these great properties that people have the rights to, and they're just, like, sitting on it. It's like the phone book that people use to prop up a, a, a desk at, at the office, you know? <laughs> Sega's allergic to money. They're not the only ones, but they are pretty bad about it. And I love Sega, but it's like... Uh, have yeah. you seen... Sonic Mania is coming out, I think. Yeah, they've already got some footage on August uh, on it. That looks incredible. I am excited about that. Yeah, I was I was trolling through the uh, the PlayStation Store today because I had nothing better to do while some stuff downloaded. Which, if you have PlayStation Plus, you can get uh, Killing Floor Two. Ooh, is it is it free? Yeah, it's free. So is Life is Strange, but I wouldn't advise that. <laughs> Unless you're a teeny bopper. Feel like a you'll love it. 16-year-old, you'll, you'll love it. The game's not for me. I'm Chances are, if you're really hardcore into Snapchat, you probably love Life is Strange, too. I don't want to generalize, but I, I feel like there's a good correlation there, if not a causation. Ooh. I'm going to generalize if you are a teenager. <laughs> You'll love it. <laughs> it is free. Cool, yep. now I've got something to so stream. Now, there's two other games that are free. Uh, Neon Chrome, which is a top-down shooter. It's great. And Spy Chameleon, which I haven't had a chance to uh, dig into yet, but it looks like a stealth puzzle game. Could be interesting. What's hmm. it called? By Chameleon on PlayStation. Ah, you gotta start writing these on the uh, in the show notes, bro. Oh, uh, I, some of these that, actually sound intriguing. <laughs> sorry, not not to cut you off, but good old games right now they're having their summer sale. Um, Ooh. there's a lot of free games on there. Also, my wish list uh, had what was it, Aliens vs Predator? I think the first one to come up. Which I only played at a friend's house, so I'm I definitely jumped on that as soon as possible. Um, but yeah, the sales look really good. I don't know the the game for Xbox right now, but they probably have a good one. Uh, hopefully, they have a good one this month. Now, how long are these free for? I know uh, free for the month. For the whole month, yeah. all right. So I'm putting them in the they show notes. So have... good old games at the. Look for that. For I'll have a, I'll have played all of them at least casually by next week, so I'll be able to talk more about them. So, Spy Chameleon, Life is Strange, Killer Floor, Killing Floor Two, and what else? Neon Chrome. Neon. Chrome. It seems like it's in the same vein as like uh, Hell Drivers, 
and some of the other the top down shooting game like a Hotline Miami type deal, but not as cocaine filled as Hotline Miami. <laughs> I uh, could get down with that. I might have to uh, dip. Yeah. We're, we're about to wrap up soon anyway. Now, uh, Josh, you were trying to say something? Um, oh, I was going to say the Xbox free games. It was... Uh, oh, yeah. The Speedrunners game and uh, Assassin's Creed 3 right now, and then it's going to be Dragon Age Inquis- is it Inquisition, I think, is going to be in the second half. No, Dra- Dragon Age uh, Origins yeah, on the yeah, 16th. Yeah. I already got that one. Yeah. Um, shoot, but it still sounds good, though. But y'all might want to, uh, like I said, hit up good old games too, because like they've got old school games on there for sale. Like uh, what was it, System Shock? One of them I never played. It went down from nine ninety nine to like a buck forty nine. And there's yeah. many other that are other games that are that cheap as well. And I mean, good old games. Don't get me wrong. They've got uh, usually have cheap games anyway. But yeah, a dollar for Rogue Legacy for. Uh... Two and a quarter. That's not bad. I've got King of Fighters uh, 2002 for like $2.99. Ooh. And, uh, I'm writing all these down for our next show so we can rehab them. They've got a slew of Metal Slug games for uh, like $2.99. Uh, Crisis. Oh, wow. They've got Spore for like $7.49. What's the Gungeon is $7.49. That Dang. Gungeon. I like it. So enter the Gungeon and uh, what was the one we mentioned before it for under ten bucks? Uh, let me see. I'm looking through right now. He's got Metal Rogue Slug. Legacy. Rogue yeah, Legacy is two and a quarter. Uh, Spore Crisis is on there. Uh, Baldur's Gate is <laughs> Baldur's Gate is six dollars and sixty six cents. Baldur's Gate is great, man. That that game holds up really well. I still but love. I, but but did you hear the price? I mean, it's probably the enhanced edition, which has online play. That's why. No, nah, it's just kind of funny. It's six dollars and sixty six cents. Oh, the sixty six is the part I missed. <laughs> you, you see the you see the pun? Did you yeah, see the pun? I see what they did there. <laughs> Quake oh. is six dollars. I mean, there's so much on here. Outlast is two ninety nine. Don't um, Starve is three seventy five. Dragon Age Origins is three ninety nine. Yep, Bro Force is three seventy four. Very Inquisition is on the deals with gold right now for five dollars. That's why I had Dragon Age Inquisition in my head. See, I would probably, right I would probably buy that now because I was holding off on Inquisition because I was like, eh, wasn't really big a fan of Dragon Age, but. Dude, if, you, if you get that, if you guys get that, because I know uh, Josh, uh, Nick, Nick got it, King Dean. So uh, if all of, if a few of us get it, we can play that together. It's a, it's a nice palate cleanser for five bucks, man. If you got five bucks to spare, you know you could, you could give up your last couple of of blunts, you know, or your joints that you want to <laughs> smoke and buy a game instead. I don't know, whatever you're spending your money on. Yeah, five bucks isn't bad for that game. You won't feel as bad when you put it down. <laughs> I love. I probably. I love that you. You told. You totally just nagged Dragon Age Inquisition. I always will. I wanted to like that game. 
like I like that that's become a running gag. That's that's the joke. I don't I'm like Dragon Age Inquisition. Friday the 13th <laughs> oh yeah, Friday the thirteenth is one I wanna play. Oh my god, yeah, that game was good. So you you're so so you still bug on it, Rar? Yeah, I've still been playing it. Like, I haven't played it a lot yet, so it's still pretty good for me. Like, I think I just hit level 7 tonight. I've probably played like a dozen games of it, and it's it's been pretty good. Hmm. Alright, so before we wrap up and, and everybody shares where they can be found on the interwebs, does anybody have any uh, quick... Oh, she, 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 she might have some feedback right there. Anybody have some quick predictions or like the one game we'd like to see on E3 next week? I'm definitely hoping that Phantom Whale is actually Bloodborne 2. But if it's not, the fact that it's a Dark Souls game set in like the uh, Mayan, Mexico, that time frame, Mm. that's still a winner. Yeah. I'm with you. Rar, Warchild. I'm going to tell you, you got a dip, so you want to you share yours real quick? Uh, I got a little bit of time. Okay. No, let Rar go first. Okay. Josh, you got you got one? Um, I'm just I'm just looking forward to say to any Borderlands stuff like we were saying earlier. I'm looking forward to the next installment of Borderlands. I think that's supposed to be changing the name from... Three to something else, but hmm. whatever they come out with, it'd be awesome. They have to be careful with that because that that already has a bad, a negative connotation. People mind if it doesn't have a number, it's a bad Borderlands. <laughs> bad juju. So I think they should I just call it three. It's just a fluke. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone involved in that game got fired, so Dang. at least takes some comfort in that. Dang. <laughs> Wish you good they luck in your future it. endeavors. Mm. Um, so, I'll, I'll be real with you. Uh, number one, I, I know Gears of War 4 has got a DLC coming back or coming out soon that looks like it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, I don't know if E3 is going to cover that or if it's already out, but I'm still curious about Death Stranding. Yep. Because they already, already said that there's no that Kojima's not bringing anything for it this year. Ah, ah there you go. Well, Dream's you never crush. know. I mean, there might be there might be a little surprise. Um, might be. Kojima is that kind of asshole. <laughs> My kind of asshole. But there there might be. Um, I'm hoping something good for Destiny too, because uh, you know I'm, they they're teasing that the the beta is going to be released. Uh, what July seventeenth, two thousand. Or July seventh or Ju- July seventeenth, one of them, uh, twenty seventeen, because they looked at the uh, the amount of glimmer that was in one of the uh, the uh, coverages, and I don't know. I just want to know more about it because it's already hard enough trying to get a limited edition of it in GameStop with all the games that they're playing. I mean, I thought I had the the collector's edition, or at least a, a decent edition. Come to find out, I've got an edition with. All this GameStop crap in there that I could really care less about. I mean, it looks Go cool. GameStop, just get it on Amazon instead. Do you have well, Prime? I, I guess you don't remember what happened last time I got something on Amazon. Oh, I do. Oh, yeah, that's right. They shipped it to the wrong house. And yeah. I had to go up and down. The, yeah. Then go to Best Buy <laughs> instead. Don't go to GameStop. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, at this point, it's... I'm not a big Best Buy fan, but uh, Best Buy does have that Gamers Club Unlocked thing, so if you're planning to get a lot of stuff, it, that could end up paying for itself. Because they basically do the yeah. same thing Prime does now. I mean, I'm I'm actually members of both, but, you know, whenever one fails, I'm just going to go uh, let a cool down happen, try the other one until the other one decides something stupid is going to happen, then I'll just <laughs> go back and forth. I mean, both have their benefits. I do like getting the uh, GameStop power-up reward points, but I also like the fact that Amazon does discount their games, too, to uh, an insane degree. Yeah. But even still, it's like, if it's going to come down to it, I'll just go out and personally buy the stuff myself. Yeah. I feel you. I don't blame you. Uh, my prediction, is, I got two predictions that are definitely not going to happen, so I'm going to say them from shits and giggles. And it's not what I've always talked about, Guardian Heroes and the Dragon Saga, all that stuff. You know, that'd be great. You know, uh, Dragon Force. No, my predictions are really obs- two really obscure games that I'm gonna throw out there. One is uh, <laughs> Lost Kingdoms three, and the other one is Seventh Cross Seventh Cross Evolution two. You know what? I- I'll throw this one in here too. Three Dirty Dwarfs Part two. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of trailer for Scalebound. Oh, uh, why'd you gotta go there? Why? <laughs> Made me sad. Def Jam Vendetta 3 or something. I'm surprised no one's... Uh, the community hasn't stepped up yet like they did when uh, Silent Hills got the axe. Yeah, that's true. When Silent, Hills got, when Silent Hills got capped off, there were about, what, 10 first-person horror games that just showed up? But to be honest, they set up they set up Scalebound for failure because they didn't hype it enough. Like, sometimes they... It's like they can't find a sweet spot in an industry. It's either overhyped or underhyped. Like, it's got to be... Just somewhere in the middle is good. Like, that game, for what it was, I think there should have been a lot more marketing behind it because they had a promise, it, but I don't know. Yeah. It could have been released and it could have sat around in the same uh, circles that uh, God Eater sits in. I thought it was going to be the next <laughs> Guard. Oh wow! You went there too. Yeah, I was. I I got more of like a like a god eater type feel, which is like a monster hunter, but more anime. Yeah, yeah. So it could have been. I could. Yeah, I, oh, I we see. Didn't it. Even, we didn't even cover American guides. No, I know. We've been talking about it for the past couple of weeks, and we just went off on the on the tangent. You know, we'll talk about it next week. Two weeks. Two weeks. Next week's E3. Two weeks. That gives us all a chance to watch American Gods. Okay. Take notes. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, um, I might be MIA for the next two weeks as well. Oh, boo. Well, that gives me a chance for the next two weeks to watch American <laughs> Gods. I, I, will, <laughs> I will try and, and comment when I can, but, you know, I'll have to see, man. We got some major stuff going on in the house. So. Oh, well, yeah, even if you just pop in, you know, just check in or... Heck, you might have to start pre-recording your ses- your your uh, segments, and we'll put it in in post or something. We'll figure <laughs> oh, it out. Oh God, that's gonna sound funny. Watch out! What did you think about American Gods? Well, quite frankly, uh, Yogi, I thought that American Gods was actually pretty good. No, we won't go that that extreme. Like I'm saying, like you know, like you do like a five ten minute segment, like you just where- you just gonna clip you're gonna clip my voice. So, who's your favorite character, and why did you like him? Well, I thought they were pretty good. Is that real? I mean, why do you think they were pretty good? Well, I thought they were pretty good. 
we're, right, we're thanks, gonna make Warchild. a Warchild. We'll just go ahead and make a Warchild soundboard. <laughs> That'd be terrible. Oh God, <laughs> that, that'd be I don't bad. Have sounds to be a soundboard. We could do that though. Hmm. I don't have enough sounds to be a soundboard. Alright, so real quick, what's the best place to find you? First up, Rar. Where, where, where's the best place we can find you online when you're not doing podcasts and stuff? We got at Rarapuda on Twitter or Mixer.com slash Rarapuda. Word, word, word. So you're, you're big on he's 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 on the on the grind on Mixer. So make sure you check him out. He's pretty much streaming every day. I haven't seen him miss a day yet for the past yeah. several months. Yeah, he's he's on it. Beard, where can people find you? You can find me on uh, Twitter at Beard and Hat. It's the easiest place to get a hold of me. Twitter, I like I like Twitter. And what child? How about you? Elbow deep in a diaper. You <laughs> or <laughs> being honest, like, uh, or uh, best place right now is uh, Warchild Games. I'm a little behind still, but you know, still trying to keep it up and running. The website WarchildGames.com. Mm-hmm. The website. Ah, sorry. All right. Remember, we had we had new listeners and viewers all the time, so we got to make sure we give them the full scoop. They're like Warchild Games. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I don't even bring up Warbound Radio, man, because it's like I've I've been so behind on everything. It's like oh, trust me, I've had a uh, Tommy Wimey tea time on hiatus, and I'm so eager to talk about Doctor Who. It's, so, it's more like I the it's, shoehorned into every episode. <laughs> we get it. You like Doctor Who? Okay. It's more like the I'll convert uh, you yet. <laughs> it's it's more like the Warbound siege. You know, I'm just waiting it out till I can finally do something. Yeah. I know. You gotta buy this time. This is they gotta slow down and speed up. I get it. Well, anyway, I'm, I'm uh, Yogizilla everywhere these days. You know, the best place to find me is probably uh, Discord. Again, geekyanta.net forward slash Discord to get to our server or uh, Twitter. I like to, I really do like Twitter. It's a good place I can check in throughout the day and I get notifications. It's pretty, it's pretty convenient. So that's a good place to mention me, you know, and get my attention if you need to grab me. Keep the conversation going. And that's all for this week, folks. Uh, next week, we'll have our E3 special. Uh, though I'm sure we'll find some tangents and rants. And likely, I will bring up Doctor Who again and bore uh, Beard briefly. Maybe American Gods will come out. Maybe Warchild will pop in. Maybe, Maybe Ra will pop in. Who knows? Maybe the Unicorn Poopies will make a comeback. Some reference. Oh, God. No, I'll quit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're going to give seizures. We're trying to wrap the show up. <laughs> and I enjoyed the unicorn poopies. It was fun. <sighs> and if you don't know what it was, e- funny. If, if you don't know what a unicorn poopy is, it's something really insane that we did. And just go back, go into our back catalog. You'll see what we mean. He's beating a dead unicorn with a stick because <laughs> it made a funny squeaky noise. <laughs> oh my god, we gotta wrap this up. Bye, say, say, say bye, everybody. We're done. Bye, bye. bye. Rah, say bye. Say bye, Rah. Later. Bye. <laughs> See you next time.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.